Welcome to Giving Head, the podcast. Wondering what head stands for? What H is for happiness, E for empowerment, and D for development. This is the podcast that will discuss topics from the 40-year-old perspective. This is where we will help to navigate you through this new chapter of your life. I'm your host, Sherry, and my co-host is named Kim. To join this community, push the subscribe button to get all the latest head episodes. And to help our head message grow, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment as well. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Giving Head. H-E-D. Now let's get into it. Hey, Head Tribe. Welcome back to Giving Head, the podcast. This episode is all about a year in review. We're going to take you back through the year of 2020 and highlight various things that happened throughout the months. In the words of TLC, 2020 was a crazy, sexy, cool year right? And also you want to listen to the very end because we give you some tips for a better new year, kind of based off of 2020. So enjoy this episode. Welcome to Giving Hand the Podcast. It's your girl, Sherry, and your girl, Kim. (laughs) Kim Izzy. And so we are back here with a year and in review. I know it's like end of January, beginning of February, and we're talking about the end in review of 2020. But at the same token, I'm glad we waited because so many things happened in January of 2021 that we have to highlight. But to know where you go, you have to know where you come from. So we're going to do our 2020 year in review. We're going to kick it off, of (laughs) course, with January. And we have to kick it off with the Duke and the Duchess of Sussex, mm-hmm. you know, on January 8th, shocked the world when they announced stepping down as senior royals. The world went crazy about this. I don't know why, but I mean, I know why, but I mean, okay, cool. They still got money. Yeah. They still have money. I think because people expect for royalty to live as such and not quote unquote, as the commoners, and they forget that they are human beings and they put on their pants just as we do. They use the bathroom just as we do. And I can honestly appreciate that they did step away and allow themselves to operate as regular, if you will, human beings. Earlier this summer, I saw something that they spoke about their podcast and they actually had baby... Archie, I believe, said his first words on the podcast. Oh, cool. And as I saw the recap on the news, it actually brought a little tear to my eyes. I mean, you know, it doesn't take much for me to shed a little tear. Yeah, yeah, I got that. (laughs) But it was really special because they stepped out and they did what they wanted to do. They stepped out from what everybody else thought that they should do. What was the quote unquote norm for the persons of royalty? to live as such. And they did their own thing. And the clips that I heard, I think was in regards of love. And they just spoke on love will conquer all. And they went through their ups and downs. And, you know, here they are today proving that love will conquer all. So I'm all for it. Thumbs up here. (laughs) I'm all for it, but I still have the, but they still Royal. They still going to be fine. Like, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, they're going to be all right. They got less responsibility, but right. you know, he still has a lineage that 
of course, he still yeah. cater to whatever he needs. So right, he's all but the good. mental. I think it's it's more for them the mental now. Okay, it's just on a different place. At least mm-hmm. that's what I gathered from the podcast and just their how they flowed last year. You know, mm-hmm. they stepped away and, and different things of that, and they just really became in tune and intentional of who they are as a couple and, and now as a family. All right. Well, moving along because we've got about 11 more months to go. (laughs) So January 9th, the deadly coronavirus emerged and spread across the globe starting a pandemic. As we all know that we are still living that reality here in 2021. And we'll touch a little bit further on that as we get into March. January 26th, almost now we're going to go on a year. Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna died in a plane crash with five other people. But I tell you, that was a sad day. That was like a sad day. I I shed a tear about that. Mm -hmm. He was a very cool guy. Mm -hmm. And to have passed with your daughter, just sad overall. Right. Yeah, that was a tragic situation. I remember exactly where I was. And I remember, you know, feeling as a parent, um, the role not currently as a wife, but had been a wife. So just all of that, you know, to lose your husband and your daughter all at the same time. And honestly, as a parent, what was that last moment like? You know, and at that point, I can just, you pray for salvation for both yourself, your daughter, and held on mm-hmm. tight. And yeah, that, I won't speak so much on that. That was yeah, really sad. It's very sad. Well, moving along, all still in January, you know, you had the president facing impeachment. And we'll oh, just keep it moving. <laughs> a year later, we're still facing that. Go ahead. All right. Now. Exactly. That's President 45, Mr. Orange. Hmm. Um, moving on to February, Harvey Weinstein was convicted of raping an inspiring actress and sexually abusing uh, TV production assistants, which ignited the Me Too movement. I didn't know too much about him, to be honest, but what I did know is about sexual abuse. And I've talked to women that this has happened to, um, whether you're a celebrity or not. And it's just sad overall that I feel like this situation had to ignite a movement. You know what I mean? What was your thoughts? I do. I think that it happens more frequently than we are made aware of. Yeah. I think that it's unfortunate that it took to that extent for things to occur. However, I'm glad that it has now come yeah. to the forefront, definitely. definitely. And I think that it is definitely giving people something to think about before they say and do. And that makes conversation sometimes a little difficult because what's inappropriate, what's not inappropriate. Do you say, oh, you look nice in that dress or outfit? Right. And, you know, so all of those type of things. But I think it does you know, when the line is crossed where the individual, whether it's a male or female, feels uncomfortable of what was said, then we have an issue. And if nothing else, hopefully that highlighted that for people to go ahead and um, speak up and speak out about it. Let's move on to March. The stock market crashes. The coronavirus pandemic triggers a global recession as we begin to lock down the borders. March was not my friend. 
Okay. March was not <laughs> my friend. Were you affected by that border being locked down? Listen, <laughs> uh, I think that was an episode two where I had my Academy Award performance and my breakdown at the airport and my boyfriend trying to talk me off the edge and all of that type of stuff. And Kim ready to leave work and come save her baby. It was right. awful. It was it very, very awful. And I think for me, I had teetered, as you know, Kim, for about two weeks, whether I should go back or not, whether I should go back and not having been in a pandemic before, like you don't know what it means or what it, you know, but then I heard that the borders are closing. I went into immediate panic of not being able to be to my father who has some health issues, not being able to get to my boyfriend, not being able to work in the States. Like it was literally a 24 hour decision to get on a plane and go back to Bermuda. And that didn't happen in March. That happened in another month. But I was in a tailspan just period because I'm just like, what is going on? Like I had, I really didn't have a clue. I really did not. And, you know. Well, I don't think any of us did. I mean, you know, 2020 was a very eye opening year. I have never experienced a pandemic either. So, just all of those things, being in the position and the role of being a parent, having to deal with that mentally, it was a lot. And here we are almost a year later. It is still just as mentally challenging and overwhelming. Kim, I had never heard of the word. I really did. When somebody said, I was like, okay. And I was like, what the hell is a pandemic? Like, what is that? Yeah. And it's interesting because when it happened, you heard of so many people speak about, was it, I think in 1920s or something, it was like the Spanish flu or something like that. And it was interesting because even then they were wearing what we're wearing now, masks, right? So you hear how history does repeat itself and this is falling true. Today. Yeah. And I honestly, even till today, when I walk into a grocery store, walk into something and I see everybody in mask and it's the norm, I really am still like in awe that this is where we are. People used to laugh or you could tell an Asian tourist, you know what I mean? Because they mm-hmm. had on a mask and had a camera or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she, they knew what was happening. Like they just, that was their regular practice. And so they're looking at us like, it's what we do exactly. all the time, you know? But for me, it's like, again, I just look around every time I go somewhere and I'm just like, what were a mask? Is anybody like just freaked out about this? But nevertheless, great things also happen in March. Given had launched Yay. the podcast and We were beyond excited. This has been a labor of love, a labor of stuff, something that I thought about maybe a year prior to and didn't think that it was, um, it took as much as it does to get off the ground. I honestly thought you recorded and just put something out, but it's definitely a whole process to this podcasting thing. And if anybody wants to be a part of it or know about a part of it, I say, check out my friend, Lene Hippolyte, my podcast coach. She has recently changed her program to amplify your podcast. And, um, you guys need to check it out. So moving on to April, I try to get my black ass back to Bermuda. (laughs) 
facing <laughs> the harsh reality of how times had changed. Mm-hmm. So I did finally, two weeks later, after trying to leave Atlanta in March, two weeks later, I was able to catch a charter flight back to Bermuda, I think uh, April 6th, April 7th. And um, it was really airy. It was very airy, very weird. Just going through the airport, nobody there. Um, finally landing in Bermuda and there's nobody because we're now going into a lockdown phase. There's like nobody on the streets. And then it was misty and rainy. And then when you got to the airport, everybody's like in hazmat suits. It was freaking me out because I left in February and a month later I'm back or a month and a half. And it's like a whole different to have watched it going through Bihaz. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy, but I made it two weeks at a hotel quarantining. Not a bad idea. You know, I got to kind of recenter myself. So yeah, then life continued. Yeah. Life continued for me the whole entire time. Never had an opportunity (laughs) to stay at home to work from home. Thank goodness have not had to do a quarantine or any of those things. But life for me in April was very, very stressful. Mentally, physically, just still going to work, um, dealing with patients and their lack of compassion. For those of us who were still coming to the job to assist and to work, um, mentally as a parent, as a daughter, it was a lot to deal mm-hmm. with mentally. It really, yeah. really was. Yeah. Well, we got through that to a certain extent. So we just, you know, dealt with it because when we moved on to May, things didn't get any better. The untimely death of George Floyd occurred and therefore ignited Black Lives Matter and highlighting the injustice that has occurred across America, um, sparking the Black Lives Matter movement. As we know, this has been going on for, as my mom would say, donkey's years, you know, Mm -hmm. when you talk about the uh, usage of cell phones or video recorders, we have to go back to Rodney King and um, being and capturing that police brutality back then. And that had to be in what, the 90s? Was was it 90s? I think 90s, late 80s, 90s at that, which was not long ago. Right. Not at all. Not at all. And to have witnessed what he endured and see that it's still taking place today. Right. Is just ridiculous. But yes, it's been going on, like you said, you know, for years and the 90s wasn't that long ago. And for us to be faced with the same situations that are going on that, again, he died. You know what I mean? We're not just looking at brutality, but death and murder. And I still see the police officer's face with his knee on his neck with just kind Mm -hmm. of a blank stare of not even like worry. You know, no. and you just chilling on this man's no. neck. Right. I mean, I still yeah. see the pictures of Rodney King. Oh, yeah. Beat. Mm-hmm. By several police officers. Several. And it's not fair that we still have to deal with those type of visuals running through our minds mentally. Mm-hmm. Not maybe every day or every second of the day, but you do still think of those images and those unfair treatment and the fact yeah. that the laws have not been changed. The fact that nothing has been changed and it's the insult 
to family members and even the victims who have lost their lives due to the police brutality Mm -hmm. and the lack of them um, being held accountable. As a mother, Mm -hmm. it's of a young man, it's horrible. It's scary. And to know that even women, because we've had several women as well, to have lost their lives due to police brutality as well. Right. And nothing was done with it. It was an Mm -hmm. insult. Was still is an insult. And it's just for me imagining what cases haven't been brought to light, what things have been swept under the rug. And the thing to me is like, we're not saying that people shouldn't be arrested for doing something wrong. If they've done wrong or broke the law, they should be arrested and held accountable. But at the same token, they don't need to be hurt or die for doing something wrong, you know? Right. And they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't do anything wrong. I mean, nothing, they didn't do anything wrong, first of all. Mm -hmm. And second of all, nothing wrong to warrant them to be murdered by the hands of police officers. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Wrong, not wrong. Nobody should be dying and nobody should be getting hurt, you know, for for that. So Mm -hmm. moving on to June, June, Joe Biden becomes president nominee and we are introduced to him and we as a podcast introduce men to our podcast for the first time. We decided to do a Father's Day edition for the month of June. And Mm -hmm. we highlighted several young men that gave us great episodes, Damon DeGraff, Jason Lauder, Thomas LeVon, Michael Furbit, and Brian Morris. And um, along with Joe Biden, we can fold Mm -hmm. Joe into the field. (laughs) That was really, really cool on all levels. Joe Biden, you know, he was the vice president in the Obama campaign election. And that was pretty cool that he now was going for presidency and that Mm -hmm. we also highlighted males for the first time, which was some of our biggest numbers in episodes. So make sure you check out episode eight, nine, 10, 11, and 12, I believe it was. Yes. June was a great month. And it was my birthday. It was your birthday month. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you were back at home. So that was yes. good. And the June issue or the June segments were great to hear the men's perspective on so many different things. And I look forward in doing more of the male interviews. Yeah, the they talked about therapy. They talked about loving their wives, how mm-hmm. a strong black woman can raise a young man. They talked about careers and mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. It was some good, good information. In July, sex trafficking was brought to light. Mm-hmm. Sex trafficking has been going on, again, for donkey's years. Mm-hmm. Young women have been snatched off the streets or been placed in vulnerable situations um, that have led to this. I'll be honest, I don't know a whole lot of information about it, except that it is going on. It's still real. And I am very aware of what can take place and don't think that it's like just a movie thought. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I believe that it does happen, but the intricate details I'm not too privy on, but for everyone to try to, you know, remain safe and be aware of your surroundings and always seek help in those type of situations that hopefully you can, you know, it's just very sad that it's still happening. Exactly. 
And apparently Atlanta is a high traffic area for that to take place, which I, I didn't know that. But yeah. In August, Joe Biden selected California Senator Um, the first Black Asian woman on the presidential ticket, Vice President Kamala Harris. That it was pretty cool. Like the world went crazy. You know, good old Jew. And I'm sure Obama was probably helping him along the way in some aspect, but we don't care. It was better (laughs) than what we had going on in the White House as of right now. So I was pretty excited about that. And it definitely gave women a good jolt of hope and inspiration that Mm -hmm. this can be what we can do too. You know, it's possible. Right. Right. And um, I agree. And August was my birthday month as well. So, (laughs) hey, now. Yes. It was great to hear that she was selected as his running mate um, Mm -hmm. to be his. Right. And here we are months later and they won. They did it. Pearls and Chucks. Yeah. <laughs> In September, Trailblazer for Women uh, passed away. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Did I split, say her yes. name correctly? She was a trailblazer for gender equality, second ever woman to be appointed to the high court. And she was known for her callers as well. And so it was sad, but pretty cool of what legacy she left behind. You know? Yes. Yes. And unfortunate that she didn't live to see this day. Yeah. Yeah. But she served and she served well. Well, in October, Trump test positive for COVID-19. Okay, moving on to November. So in November, we kicked back off the podcast with four fabulous women and one fabulous guy. We had Patrina O'Connor. We had Carla Zool. um, We had Christy Joseph. And we had Ty the Guy, Tyrone Phillips. And who else? It might have been one more that we had. And we had Tiffany Strickland. How can we forget Tiffany? And so... We had a very good November month and that was pretty cool. And everyone gave awesome, awesome inspiration, motivation and testimonies. It was great stuff. And also Biden Harris become president elect number 46 on Mm -hmm, November 7th. mm -hmm. And finally, after uh, four days of craziness, I have never seen an election like that. Like 2020 did the most. It felt like Groundhog's Day because it definitely was every time I went into work, I saw the same thing on TV. I'm like, what is going on, you know? So, but at the end of the day, President Biden and Harris definitely won the election. So that was pretty cool. Also in -hmm. November, Alex Trebek passes after his Mm -hmm. battle with stage four pancreatic, pancreatic, can you say it for me? Pancreatic or pancreatic? Pancreatic He was the Jeopardy host for 36 Mm -hmm. years. I'm 46 This man's been around since I was 10 years old. Like this was my great uncle. You know what I mean? Like everybody knew about Alex. So, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. November was pretty challenging. Yeah. And as we're still adjusting to the pandemic and COVID, two vaccines are produced and approved. What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on that? Okay. Well, vaccines. I think Medicine is just that. There is no one plus one is two with medicine and healthcare. No one is the same. 
So the vaccine may work for you and it may not for the other person. Mm -hmm. I know of several persons who've gotten the vaccine. I have not. I don't know if I will. Mm -hmm. And so far they're fine. However, I also know someone who has the vaccine and is positive with COVID. Mm -hmm. So again, healthcare medicine is not one plus one is two. Yeah. And it can just vary from person to person. The election and that all eyes were on Atlanta because there Mm -hmm. was this constant recap of the votes and things of that. When there were rallies going on, you see persons driving around on the highways with the huge flag. And it was and could have been quite intimidating because they came out in droves with that. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, we got through that and here we are in January with a whole new, you know, presidency in office and you know December came around and we had Christmas and it was a different type of Christmas this year you know people did a lot of virtual Christmases you know what I mean so it was weird for me I honestly didn't have much of a Christmas spirit I was okay it was another day but it was just kind of weird I'm usually in Atlanta for Christmas which has been the tradition for the past six years possibly and it's been it restored my spirit in Christmas and now it was just like another I was like uh, can we get to February like I was just over it but that was that and then we had January kicked in and gosh we didn't even get into the first few days of January and you know you had people storming the Capitol you had just a whole lot going on for the first year and first month and people were like okay like 2021 you're supposed to be showing us a lot better but that may have happened in the first couple of weeks of January but January 20th 21st came along and once Joe Biden and Kamala Harris was sworn in I felt like it was a new day um like the country was breathing again and I'm in Bermuda and and it it definitely still affects us here. So you had everybody watching as well. And it feels like we're going to kick off February with a better set of energy. (laughs) Well, one will hope December was interesting. You had the Christmas time and I think people were doing their best to make it as normal as possible with the different zoom Christmas gatherings and, you know, the decorating of the homes and different things of that to give it still some sense of what was normal. Mm-hmm. However, as well, like you said, in January, now we have what was a coup at yeah. the state capitol, head mm-hmm. feared by, at the time, the president, right? Mm-hmm. And that was just embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Being here in the states, It was an embarrassment. It was and still is. And it was just a level of disrespect. I do feel like persons who probably elected him in office were at that point disgusted with him because now you're stepping on the stones of Meemaw and Papa who Mm -hmm. served in the Civil War. Okay, so now it hit those people who might have supported him a little differently. And now they have a, a different energy, if you will. I do agree that once Biden and Kamala made it into office, that there is a sense of restoration for the Mm -hmm. country and for us as a country to come together and be unified. It's no longer that of 
one political party, but that of we can work together towards making life better Better. for all. And it's very interesting because where I work, I do get to talk to people on the phone and you can hear perhaps of the ethnic groups of others. And you can hear some of them say, I'm so glad he's out of the office. And it's not people that look like me that says that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you can hear that people were embarrassed to even Mm -hmm. perhaps have been that same skin tone of him Mm -hmm. because he was truly a dictator, if you will, in his actions. I mean, we didn't touch on this, but when you lock up children and put Mm -hmm. them in a cage and separate them from their parents, that's barbaric. Yeah. Definitely. Those kids still have not been reunited with their family members. Wow. Well, we know that that should be happening soon. So we can look forward to that happening. But what can we take from 2020? There was a lot of downs, a lot of downtime, lockdowns and so forth. But I believe this showed us how to make do with what we have and appreciate Mm -hmm. people way more than we thought. I think Mm -hmm. it allowed us to birth time with ourselves and find out who we are. And it also gave purpose and sparked ideas to entrepreneurs. There are a mm-hmm. lot of entrepreneurs that have embarked in this mm-hmm. journey and this new mm-hmm. year's, but tips for a better new year based off of 2020 morning routine. Number one is important to start one that includes exercise and meditation or both awake and center. Number two, mm-hmm. stay prepared. Don't focus on materialistic things, but equip yourself domestically and with some fixture about who you are and always great to have and know a little something and love yourself like you have never loved yourself before. That's tip number three, fall in love with yourself that like you love anything, you know, and what you love about yourself will trickle out to others and manifest your desires. I agree. So those are three tips for 2021. I appreciate you guys coming along with us for this ride for this year, loving the podcast and it doing great things. Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and supporting us. We appreciate all the love. Thanks for joining us this week on Giving Head, the podcast. And make sure you check us out on Instagram and Facebook for more information on this head episode. And as always, subscribe to the show to catch every new head episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you that good head. See you next time. Ciao for now. Bye.